Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Friday. Glad to be back with you today. I've been hitting some conferences and uh, learning about uh, the risk and the economy that's out there right now. Uh, so if you're getting close to retirement, I got to tell you, risk is the one thing that you can take some control over in your portfolio. You need to know what that risk is. And you need to know what that risk should be based on your current circumstances. And that's all why I developed the core retirement design. <clears throat> Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. With that, we got Dave coming up next. And that is Prince there. I'm the Prince of Morning Radio, don't you know? It's 8.40, before 9. Time to check in on your money. And yes, yes. The master is back. Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services is here. He's on the phone. And uh, you've had a whole week of continuing education, didn't you, Philip? Yeah, I've had like two weeks, it seems like, um, for the most part, back to back. Uh, but uh, this last week was really interesting because it was uh, we call it the Fearless Investing Conference down in Fort Lauderdale and uh, Miami. And it was uh, quite interesting. Had a couple economists that spoke uh, that uh, – We'll, we'll talk about sometime this uh, today or next mm -hmm. week. And then um, just how to uh, make sure you put together folks' portfolios so that they can take advantage of, you know, being fearless about their investing and knowing that the risk they have in their portfolios is the, amount of, is the right amount of risk for what they should have. And that, that, that's the thing, managing risk, which kind of addresses this morning pretty well because the tail of the tape on the unemployment picture this week uh, has been kind of interesting. On Wednesday, when the ADP private sector employment quote came out, they estimated about half as many private sector jobs created last month as anybody expected. So we all figured, okay, fine, the employment market is cooling off. The Federal Reserve is going to like that. Then we got first-time claims yesterday, and the first-time unemployment claims were within the range of what expected around 207,000 of memory serves. Still a relatively hot market, but not out of the range of expectations. Then we get the monthly figure out of the federal government this morning, and hello, baby. We were expecting 170,000 new jobs created in the, in the economy during September. We created 336,000 jobs. I mean, that's uh, you want to talk about good news being bad news. That's real good news for the economy. But if you're counting on no interest rate increase next month, ain't going to happen now, I think. Yeah, I'm I'm agree with you there. I mean, this is this is kind of showing a little bit of hot hot employment market, and you know, it's kind of one of the things that the economists talked about at the, the conference is that you know he felt like that um, no matter what that we were going to get another quarter point. The question is whether it be November or December. And uh, man, based on these numbers, I got to think it's going to be sooner rather than later. It wouldn't surprise me if it was both November and December, the way this thing's holding up, which is going to be just like an earthquake in the market. Uh, we've had Fed governors on the rubber chicken circuit kind of reinforcing the notion that the Fed's going to be holding our rates higher for a longer period of time than we expected. When that came out the, uh, the, the last, after the last Federal Reserve meeting, it just made the market just so thrilled, and it's given us pretty much a month and a half swoon now. And now we get an employment report that indicates that uh, even those of us that are kind of dovish on interest rates are kind of thinking we need something more to tighten up the money supply. I'm just not sure we need another interest rate increase. Yeah, I mean, this is um, definitely um, 
indicating that that you know that, that we've got some some issues when it comes to jobs and 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 we're still hiring and that's the opposite of what the fed really wants to see they want to see us laying people off um, and they want to see that unemployment number ticking up uh, yep i've been ranting about it for a long time I and mean, there's two ways of controlling the economy fiscal policy and monetary policy well yesterday president biden announced that he was forgiving another nine billion dollars in student loans that's nine billion dollars more into the economy than they honestly were expecting so uh, you know as long as fiscal policy keeps making money looser the fed's only got a few tools to be able to make monetary policy tighter and that's the reason why our interest rates are going up and our mortgage rates are approaching 7.6 percent this morning yeah and they may be going higher than that i'm looking at the 30-year treasury back up to touching its nose on five percent 4.99 um, on a 30-year uh, treasury. So that's, uh, you know, getting back up to that 16-year high. Now, I got the two-year well over five. It's even got some breathing room above 5%. Now, and the idea that you get a two-year treasury bond for 5% interest, even during the high interest rate times, that was kind of shell-shocking. Yeah, yeah, it really is at this point. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just full of merry sunshine today. We got good news uh, as far as the economy is concerned. If you're looking for a job, things are looking like uh, looking like happy days are here again. But when we get to the futures, you'll find out uh, kind of sort of why it's not good news for investors at the very least with IRAs. Uh, we don't have the full tidbits of information coming out of the Fed yet. I'm looking at the. Uh, Looking at the ticker, we still don't have the official unemployment rate quoted yet that I've seen yet. Have you seen it come across your ticker? I, I have not seen it yet. I haven't either. They must be having a hard time calculating. Yeah. <laughs> That's it or somebody else's bull crud detectors going off, too. I know they were expecting 3.7%, a slight decline from the prior month, but uh, this uh, level of job ads might very well end up having us back down around 3.6% by the time they're done. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, well, I was Do just it. looking. That's, that's ahead of time. I, was, I, was, I, I thought I saw something come across my tape, but that was about 8 o'clock this morning, so that's not the right number yet. Yeah, I'm watching the tickers going to buy it, and I'm seeing new tidbits and whatnot. Most of it is going around what's happening in the futures afterworld. Exxon is uh, buying an oil shale drilling fact, uh, drilling concern, which is kind of a big deal in the energy industry because the uh, traditional oil companies have been doing oil wells and oil prospecting in the traditional oil patch. Seems like uh, they're seeing a future back with the increased price of oil, uh, for oil shale, which is a lot more expensive to drill. The big oil is actually seeing a future in that. doesn't necessarily bode well for the price of oil because their expectations are at staying high. But that's really the, the closest tidbit I've had come out since the uh, unemployment number came out, and I was just kind of blown away by it. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say that Exxon, the company they're going to buy is called Pioneer National Natural Resources. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they're getting a nice bump this morning. They're up like 10%. Uh, ExxonMobil is down about 3% based on that information. That seems to be normal. You get it, The buyer ends up suffering a little bit on stock, and the seller yeah. ends up going through the roof, right? Exactly. 
Yep. So we'll keep we'll, we'll keep watching the ticker as it goes by to get that official percentage number. Not that it's really meaningful, but uh, the fact of the matter is, is the thing that's going to be quoted on the top of the hour news all doggone day. But we actually had some companies that reported this morning, including a household name that we've been watching because they're a fairly new publicly traded stock. Levi's. How are we doing with jeans lately? That's right. They're a new publicly, relatively new publicly traded company, but they've been around forever, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Levi's go back a long time. So, but they, uh, they, they really had a, a, an okay quarter. They missed on revenue expectations, but they beat on earnings uh, by a little bit. Um, you know, and but the Levi CEO came out and said, "Look, you know, inflation is taking its impact on what people are buying. They're buying fewer items, fewer jeans um, because of inflation, because of mortgage prices going up and gas prices going up. And so it's got Levi's trading down about 2% this morning um, before we get trading. The other one we have is not a household name. Um, I had to dig around and see what they actually did. It's um, it's called Air testing us aehr test systems and what they do is you know chip companies have to test their chips to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do and that's what they do they have they have testing um applications to test these chip performance um they reported their earnings and their revenue they beat for this first quarter um the company also reaffirmed their guidance uh for Mm. the quarter but they're getting beat up this morning down 13 percent uh, I got to think maybe it's related because, you know, chip companies have kind of had an up and down relationship this last um, quarter or so. Um, you, so it may have something to do with that. Other than that, I, I really couldn't see anything that's uh, causing it to drop like that. I, I did look out, though, Dave, to see kind of what we've got to uh, expectation wise uh, mm-hmm. this next week when it comes to earnings. And it looks like it'll be. Friday before the banks really start to come in. Uh, JP Morgan reports on Friday, which means there'll be other banks, Citigroup. Um, Thursday, we get Delta. Um, they'll report. I think we have PepsiCo earlier in the week. So uh, they'll start driven and driving in um, next week, uh, mid to late week. We'll start to see a little bit of it. In the interim, we'll probably be just reading tea leaves as to what the Federal Reserve is thinking about doing with interest rates, right? Exactly, yeah, because who who knows? (laughs) So exciting. Still no official percentage rate yet, which I find absolutely fascinating. Yesterday was kind of a reset day. I mean, everything was red, but it was just pink more than anything else. Pretty close to the zero market, all three of the major indexes. And that got the foreign markets at least halfway optimistic. And come up to this morning, 45 minutes before we start this morning, I saw a turn on my delayed quotes a few minutes ago. Where are we going 45 minutes ahead of the market? Yeah, you, you know, Dave, uh, it was green when I started looking at it this morning. But one, as soon as that announcement hit that uh, jobs had outperformed, it took a nosedive quickly. Uh, we got the Dow down six-tenths of a percent. That's $206. S&P 500 is down almost 1%, uh, almost $40. And then you got the NASDAQ 100 down 1.2%. And let's throw the Russell 2000 in there down 1.1%. So everything is on a slide this morning uh, as we look at things. On the other side, we've got silver 
up about six tenths of a percent, still relatively in the low range that has been trading at 21.15 an ounce. Uh, gold's down a third, $1,826 an ounce. And crude oil is, uh, man, it's much better than what it was uh, the last couple of weeks. It's down, it's up actually a little bit, a little about almost two tenths of a percent, but it still it's $82.50 a barrel. I haven't heard what caused the uh, crude oil price decrease to go, but I've seen projections saying that we might actually see $3 a gallon gas again sometime in the not-too-distant future. Well, that would be nice. That would be nice, especially around Thanksgiving, you know. Yeah, that worked nicely. I'll take that. Overseas markets, the Asian rim market responded as much as anything to our yesterday, and they figured, oh, thank heavens, they're calm. Uh, for the most part, Asian markets were up. European markets, on the other hand, looking at our futures, and they're decidedly mixed. Uh, the uh, overall index for the European markets is up, but up by only six one-hundredths of a percent, and it's revising downward even as I speak, because they're responding to our futures exchanges. You talked about risk in a portfolio, and that's why you've spent two weeks on continuing education to get all the current tools, Philip. How can I make sure my retirement works for me with an appointment with you? Those are the exact reasons I created the core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730. 95.3 95.3 FM. And back here together again on Monday morning, I assume, here on Light FM. Philip, you have a good weekend and go Seminoles. They got a game and they're back after a week off, so they should be all rested up, right? Hopefully so. Hopefully so. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you Monday. Thank you, sir. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. You can't see it, but you. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Have a great day, a great weekend. Join us again Monday, same time, same place. Until then, have a great one. Bye now.